Now, back to the action. The Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3. It's our local racing show on Bear Country 95.3. Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report. And uh, we are talking about uh, today's last race uh, over at Monadnock. It's the championship season finale. It's the Milton Cat Whitcomb 125. And a gentleman who uh, you will see, I believe, on the flag stand today, I think... If I if I read something correctly, is uh, is Bob Whitcomb, uh, Keen Racing, Bob? I'm going to call you a Keen Racing Legend. I hope that's all right with you. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob Whitcomb is uh, on the bear lines with us this morning, and uh, yeah, it's the uh, Milton, Milton Cat Whitcomb 125 coming up uh, later on this afternoon and this evening over uh, at Monadnock Speedway. Bob, I'm so glad you, you have a couple of minutes to uh, share with us this morning, you know, talking about racing. And, you know, uh, actually, uh, we were going back, uh, Chip and I, we were going back, what is it, 31 years now? Uh, 1990 and that and that big Daytona 500 win. And uh, it's just great to talk to you about that and everything else. Yeah, right. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. Well, uh, it. it at age 50 back then, what made you decide to get, get into big-time racing? Well, it, uh, it goes back, uh, really back into, uh, uh, as far as racing, my uh, uh, childhood days. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, his uh, dad, uh, one of his uh, workers, uh, always had the uh, record down at the Cheshire Fairgrounds. Okay. They had uh, racing, and uh, so he used to take uh, uh, myself and uh, my friend, down there on the record to watch the races while well, we were just little boys then. So I really maybe got started then interested in it. And then, uh, then uh, of course, when I had my uh, business, which uh, business my dad started uh, back in 1931, I grew up in it. And then after I uh, had uh, really got involved, uh, we sponsored uh, the modified race uh, down at uh, Manadnock every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Whitcomb uh, 100, then it got to be the Whitcomb 150. I remember that. And, yep. uh, we sponsored that. Oh, geez, I'm going to say I'm going to say probably 25 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, so I got really interested then, and, uh, and and of course a lot of the drivers uh, that uh, won our race at one time or another uh, uh, ended up uh, in the big time back then. It was a Winston Cup series. Right. You know, I'm talking about uh, the boat, uh, the Bouchards. Uh, the uh, Bodines, uh, Jimmy Spencer, uh, oh, I could go on, but uh, a bunch of them that uh, raced in our race down there, but they're not, uh, it modifies, ended up in the big time. And, right. uh, so I was get, uh, uh, really interested then, and then uh, uh, we had a big uh, company come along that was interested in buying us, and they uh, the company got sold uh, back in 1986. And so uh, I didn't. I was in the, only in my fifties then, and I didn't know what I really wanted to do. But I, uh, I loved racing, so I said, "I guess I'll start a, uh, a, a race team." And so <laughs> we started. Yeah, so we started the uh, race team, and uh, um, and I, uh, uh, I took a, a drive. I took Kenny Bouchard uh, for that that first year, and uh, we uh, actually got uh, race. And I, after I got it all put together. Uh, we started racing uh, in, the, in 1988, and uh, our very first year, uh, uh, Kenny uh, uh, won the Rookie of the Year award. And mm. then, you know, of course, of course, it went on from there. Maybe I'll stop for a minute and, <laughs> and see, see what else you want to. That's basically how my background, as far as getting into racing and everything, and and uh, went on, and uh, of course, then led up to uh, 
1990, and, uh, uh, and, and but you know between that uh, before 1990, then um, I was uh, didn't get a, couldn't get a sponsor because I was funding it myself, and so uh, then uh, the team that uh, Derek Cope was on. Uh, the owner had a, uh, a sickness and had to get out of racing. And so uh, Derek uh, told the sponsor at the time was uh, Purolator and uh, told them um, that uh, that I had a, uh, a new team and uh, top-notch equipment, uh, a shop that I had bought from a, a championship team uh, that two brothers owned that uh, retired about the same time I got into it. And uh, so uh, that's, what happened, and then uh, then also after we got uh, uh, Derek, uh, I, uh, that that uh, year in between uh, the seasons before 1990, uh, I hired uh, Buddy Parrott. At the time, was probably one of the top uh, crew chiefs in the business. So I had a I had a good team, and uh, and uh, then we went on from there. But uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. <laughs> no, no, that was. Uh... Do you still keep in touch with Derek? What's that? Do you still keep in touch with Derek? Oh yeah, I I, I guess I haven't uh, seen him. Uh, uh, I got, I got a son uh, that lives in uh, Charlotte and uh, Harrisburg, actually out near where the racetrack is. Okay. And uh, and uh, I ain't been out there for a couple of years, but the last time I was down there, I did. I ran into uh, Derek. My son t- uh, talks to him a lot, sees him a lot, and um, my son up here uh, who put this uh, racing uh, deal, he's got a marketing company. He uh, he. Uh, uh, he uh, he talks to Derek quite a bit, but mm. yeah, no, I haven't talked. I haven't talked to him for uh, a couple of years. But you know, uh, as a, a funny side story, I mean, I, I I've always since I was a kid built model cars, and some years ago I, I built a model of that Daytona 500 winning car, and I've still got it in my case at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. Wow. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would imagine, you know, we're, we're talking to Bob Wickham this morning, and uh, later on this afternoon, it's the Milton Cat Wickham 125. Bob Wickham helped put Keene, New Hampshire on the national map <laughs> right. 31 years ago when you won the Daytona 500. And what do you, I, I, I would imagine you've, uh, you've put that entire day, you know, into your memory, something that you will never forget. Uh, I uh, was not watching the race. I was talking to Chip earlier. You were watching the I race. I was watching that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, from what I read, I mean, it was close right up to when they were coming off of, of turn four when Earnhardt, did he run over something? And, and that's how Derek got into the lead? Yeah, yeah. he ran off something. Uh, a pat came off of uh, a car, and it was uh, actually it was coming into turn three. And uh, he hit that and drifted up. And uh, D- Derek was right on his back. When we got the white flag, Derek was right on his back bumper then. And so they uh, got over there when he drifted up. Of course, this was before they had uh, uh, closed-circuit TVs. And uh, so he, he, I, I didn't know what was going on, but everybody in the uh, stands all jumped up and yelled. And I said, oh, no, I, I thought uh, maybe uh, Derek made a move to try to get by uh, Dale. And uh, yeah, that was a pretty hard thing to do. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, didn't he, usually, he usually didn't allow it. But uh, anyhow, uh, that's what happened. He drifted up and then... Uh, uh, Derek uh, was, like I said, was right on his back bumper, and he uh, took the lead. And uh, I believe uh, Terry Labonte and Bill Elliott—they uh, were—they were right behind uh, Derek. And uh, so anyhow, I didn't know what was going on. And of course, then when they came around turn four, 
uh, as Derek and the lead uh, come in for the checkered flag. Uh, geez, I, uh, I'm telling you, it was, yeah, it was a thrill of my life. I'll never forget it. I mean, they show replays every once in a while of different uh, uh, races, and uh, and if they'll show the, like the ten laps of that Daytona 500. I'll, I'll sit watching and uh, get tears in my eyes. I'll yeah, I imagine so, uh, it was a thrill. It was a big thing here in Keene. Uh, they, uh, they had a big celebration here and had a big uh, banquet. Uh, and uh, I had uh, Derek up here and Buddy Barrett, the you know driver and crew chief, and it was a big thing, really a big thing around here. So I bet people still talk about it. You know, it's uh, like I guess say thirty, thirty-one years ago, and people uh, still, uh, you know, they'll they'll bring it up. They'll run into me. Oh, we watched the Daytona Five Hundred back in nineteen ninety when you won it. <laughs> You know, it's, it's there's still talk of the, the town here, really. So you, you, I go ahead, Chip. I was reading a uh, a little story, and it, it, there was about a hundred people from Keene who were at that Daytona 500, and they allowed just about all of them in Victory Lane with you. Yes, uh, yep. They were uh, they were all sitting up in the uh, uh, Fireball Roberts stand, and they uh, yes, that's right. And then um, a good friend of mine, in fact, going back in the beginning, he was a guy that. Uh, was driving the record. He used to bring us down to the uh, racetrack, but uh, he had his own business, uh, uh, a uh, you know auto repair shop. Mm-hmm. And anyhow, uh, he was up there, and, uh, and uh, of course uh, we got to know uh, uh, the, the flag man. And uh, uh, he used to come to a lot of races, and I used to get him in the garage. So he he got to know who the flag man was. Well, anyhow, after we won, uh, 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 he he got the people up there from our area and said, "Come on." Well, they get down there and uh, <laughs> get to the flag man. These are all from uh, uh, Bob Whitcomb's area. He, uh, they, they like to go over to Victory Lane. So anyhow, he said, "Go ahead, go ahead." So uh, they uh, they were all over there, like you just said, yes. And uh, that was yeah, it was a big thing. And then uh, yeah, that was, yeah, actually was great. Yeah, yeah, I'll bet. Bob, you stepped away as a team owner a couple of years later. You you never got the interest of maybe stepping back into the sport. What happened after that? Uh, uh, well, after I got out? Yeah. No, no, I just, uh, uh, let's see, I did it, uh, let's see, about five, six years, and uh, uh, I, I did it uh, really to, to have some fun because I was really interested in it. Yeah. But it, uh, you know, it get to be a, a, a lot of pressure, really. I mean, uh, I, uh, of course, after winning that uh, Daytona uh we had a we had a small sponsorship when we ran when we won that race with uh, Purolator. Okay. And then afterwards, uh, of course, lot, after we won, of course, there were a lot of uh, companies that were interested, including uh, Purolator. So uh, I uh, I ended up uh, putting a three year or a contract t- together with them, and, uh, and then after that was uh, running out, um, uh, and I, of course, I, I had a full program with uh, uh, Chevrolet to. Uh, uh, dropping back a little bit uh, uh, when I was putting it all together. Uh, Rick Hendrick uh, was a big help to me, and he's still a good friend. And uh, Richard Childress, uh, with uh, you know Dale Earnhardt's uh, owner, uh, he also was a big owner, a big uh, help to me. And uh, mm. and uh, so that's basically uh, what happened. And I now I just uh, uh, I didn't get sick of it, but I just uh, said, "Geez, you know." I, Getting a lot of pressure from a sponsor, uh, you know. They, uh, uh, they, we, you know, we won, uh, uh, we won the Daytona, and then we won uh, Dover that same year, the Budweiser 500, and mm-hmm. 
And uh, they, the, you know, the, the guy really didn't know like uh, that much about racing. He, he 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 thought we should win every week. <laughs> he's putting a lot of pressure on me, you know, talking about pulling the sponsorship and all this. And yeah. finally, when it ran out, I, I said, I, "I've had enough. I just want to go back home and play golf." Yeah, there you <laughs> go <laughs> for you. Well, you, you know, you called your own shot, and uh, and uh, that that is uh, certainly something to be uh, proud of, if you ask me. We're talking to uh, Bob Whitcomb, uh, who is going to. Well, you're going to have a busy day at Monadnock Speedway. Is there a whole itinerary of things that they have you doing? Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, my, my my son Greg uh, has got a marketing company, and he yeah. uh, he put it all together and uh, uh, done a heck of a good job. Uh, and uh, got the main sponsor of, of it is uh, Milton Cat, the Caterpillar dealership, who uh, we, we bought a lot from, and we had the business uh, a lot of Caterpillar stuff. Yeah, but anyhow, they're the they're the, the main sponsor, and then uh, so I want to thank them, and uh, and uh, and got several other smaller sponsors, but. Uh, yeah, it is a, it's a big day. I don't really know that much about it. I uh, uh, he gave me a, an itinerary of what uh, you know. He wants me there at eleven o'clock in the morning, and then from there on, it uh, got me doing a lot of different things. And but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great great day for me. You know, I, I really don't know exactly what they got in mind, what's going to happen down there, but. Uh, uh, it's a great thing for me uh, that uh, they're going to honor me like this. <laughs> well, hey, we wish you a, a wonderful day. Uh, everything uh, gets underway. Well, noontime, the gates are, are going to open. The heats begin at 2, the national anthem at 3, and soon afterwards, uh, all the features. Bob Whitcomb uh, joining us this morning on the Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report. Bob, have a great day, and we'll speak to you soon, okay? Yeah, thank you guys, and uh, uh, again, thank you very much for having me on. You bet. Yeah, thank you. This is the Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3.